0: The same Christ that was in Jesus of Nazareth is in each one of us. You know, too long, too long have we taken and we've built someone up. We've we, we look, Nothing wrong with honoring people. I'm not, that's good ministry. But we've put them on a pedestal and said, they've got an anointing to heal. They've got this. They've got this gift and all this. No, bless God, you just as anointed as I am. Got kind of quiet on me then. You just as anointing as any uh, pastor, any evangelist. You just as anointed. The same Jesus lives in you that lives in them. There ain't no difference. Only difference. I know how to ministry. I've learned thirty years of it. I've learned how to minister this this anointing, and that's what what we're doing tonight. Now over in uh, Ephesians, the fourth chapter, said he gave, gave the five-fold ministry, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher for the maturing of the saints where they can do the work of the ministry. Note, anytime the pastor's the only one around church getting anyone healed, something's wrong. Anytime, anytime we have to get an evangelist to come in to get us healed, something's wrong. Amen? Now, let me tell you this. If I don't do the works of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight, don't believe nothing I say. Are you listening to me? Praise God. Now, we want want out of these two meetings, we want to get inspired to do what God has already made us, equipped us, and qualified us to do. Now, we read scriptures... The works he did, we're going to do also in greater works. Greater works than what? Greater works than these. What kind of works? He got folks. He preached, teach, and heal. Got folks set free. What's the work of Jesus? Preach, teach, heal. Hallelujah. See, a lot of people think the greater works is getting someone saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, and that would be, but Jesus never got anybody saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. See, that came after what? After the resurrection. See, he's the first one to be born again. Amen. Turn with me tonight to Romans, the eighth chapter. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Romans, the eighth chapter, and we'll start in the 19th verse. When you get it, say amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, don't you you forget what I'm saying. Now, every one of you has got to come to the point that you can say just like I'm saying right now, when you've seen me, you've seen the Christ. Now, none of us, not one of us, will ever be the Messiah that died for the world. Now, I'm not saying that. You ain't died for nobody. Praise God. You didn't have nothing in it. But I'm saying you have been conformed to the exact image of the Lord Jesus as he is right now at the high seat in the universe. See, that's why you can do greater works. Because Jesus Christ has greater power now than he did have. And that's who you're in union with. Praise God. Romans 8, 19 that for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Now that's a little blind to us. Let me read you another translation. Another translation said God's whole universe can hardly wait for his children to be shown to be what they really are. What they really are. You know everybody's waiting on seeing something. Everybody's looking to find a son of God. You know, they're just about extinct. Do you know that? Huh? See, religion is just about kill Christianity. Now, religion don't mind talking about the past. You know, Israel didn't mind talking about the, the past prophets and the past prophets and there's a Messiah coming. We don't mind talking about a Wigglesworth and a lake and an Allen and a Branham and all those great, and Brother Hagin. We don't mind talking about all that. And we don't mind talking about we're going to pray this great move of God in. We don't mind talking about the past or the future, but what about the now? Huh? See, with the Word of God, without demonstration, without miracles, all that does is make you more religious. And it leaves a Christian with no purpose. What's the purpose of Christian? Oh, I can go to heaven when I die. You know, I got a ticket to ride. I got that... Punch the Trinity Air. I'm catching it. Good. Hallelujah. Thank God for heaven. Thank God. But God, what about right now? The whole world is waiting. Listen, God's whole universe can hardly wait for his children to be shown to be what they really are. Hallelujah. Someone said, well. What, what are they? See, if the sons of God does not know who they are, how are they ever going to show it? If you don't know who you are, how in the world are you going to show what you are? Huh? How are we going to reveal the Christ? How is he, see, without miracles and demonstrations of Almighty God, without that, we have not revealed the full Christ. See, we revealed a partial Christ. You understand what I'm saying? If all we do is gather up information and we get more information, we get more religious and we try to make somebody nice little people. Bunch of do-gooders. You know, Jesus wasn't no do-gooder. Did you know that? He wasn't a do-gooder. He done Let me tell you something. Jesus was a dangerous man. You ought to be dangerous. Do you know that? You ought to be dangerous to religion. You ought to be dangerous to the devil. You ought to be dangerous... Hallelujah. You ought to be so radical and wild-eyed, so enthusiastic, bless God, that every day you get up that Satan knows where you are and everybody around you knows what you are and you're revealing the Christ of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, around my church, they don't, they don't call me. Well, I got Uncle Ned, he, would you pray for him? No, I won't. What's wrong with Uncle Ned? Well, they said he's got about two hours to live. What do you want me to do? Well, would you go? Uh-uh. What do you do? Huh? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Raise your hand, Brian. All right. That, that, he came with me. We, he drove over here together. Uh, week before last, they went to the nursing home. They brought a woman in the nursing home. Had terminal cancer. They said she just had, you know, a month or two, her daughter brought her down here where she could die in Dorado, you know, and be with her mother. So they brought her in. They preached on healing, laid hands on her, and last week they went back out there. She got a clean bill of health from the doctor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, that's Christianity. Now, the doctors did find, said your potassium level's a little bit high, though. They had to find a little something. Maybe they, they couldn't just say, well, everything's lovely. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. So how come they've done that? Because they understand who they are. Now, if you don't understand who you are, you'll always be trying to improve on what God's already done for you. You'll always be trying to improve. Well, I'm trying to be more like Jesus every day. That's a bunch of junk and a bunch of religion. Well, I'm doing the best I can, Brother Sullivan. Well, you probably are. But you ain't understood nothing I'm saying. You don't think for one possible second that you can improve on what God's already made you, do you? Well, that's what religion does. Well, I'm trying to be more like my Jesus every day. I'm trying to become more like God. Hallelujah. Well, you done fail short. God's done made you exactly what He wants. You're the best thing He's got. It ain't, if God wanted to, He couldn't improve on you. If God, if God woke up in the morning and said, well, let's see, what can I do to that old boy right there? I'm going to improve him. You can't. You can't be improved on. <laughs> If, if God could, ma- do you know God got the blue ribbon when He made you? Amen. Praise be unto God. If the sons of God do not understand who they are and who God has made them, instead of always trying. Uh, you, you ever seen bumper stickers? i seen one on a car uh, not long ago. It said, be patient with me. God's not through with me yet. I start just rammer right <laughs> God's through with you. He don't have to do anything else to you. Amen. See, the problem with Christianity is your thinking. So you got to get to thinking like what? Think like God. That's why he sent us the Word of God. To teach you to think like he does. See, we've majored on everything you can think of. We majored out of the Old Testament and we've majored out of the Gospels. Do you know them epistles, what is written to you? That's what is written to you and you need to find yourself just like Jesus did. Amen? Praise be unto God. We need to major on what God has made us. Do you know since I found out who I am in Christ and all this, I go back and read the Old Testament and the Gospels and think, and it's all together a different ball game. All together a different ball game. Amen. Praise God. In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new species. He's a new kind of a man. He's a new creature, a new creation. It's a new kind of something in the earth. Well, the whole world's waiting to see one of them. You know, when I got saved, I didn't know a Christian. Not like in the Bible. I knew some religious folks. They'd come tell me, Brother Sutherland said, now we love you, but you're going to have to quit drinking. You're going to have to quit this and quit that and God will take you in. Well, that's the biggest bunch of junk that's ever been put on humanity. You ain't got to quit nothing. You know I still drink just as much as I want to. You do? Yeah, I just don't want to. Amen. I, ain't nobody got to come by and tell me, say, Southern, won't you get off that wine before you preach? Don't have to tell me that. I ain't on it. Man, I drank before I got saved. I spilt more on my tie than most folks ever thought about drinking. Amen. Hallelujah. What happened? Man, when I received Jesus Christ, I'm telling you right now, I had shakes like that. I was shaking one morning when I got, been on a two month drunk. And when the Lord came in, something happened on the inside of me and something from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet, I turned white. I felt just like I I had drank a bottle of white shoe polish. A lot of times on Sunday, if I'd run out of something to drink, I'd get me a dollar bottle of Dr. Titian's and pour it in a a big Coke and it turned that Coke white and I turned it up and drank it well that's just what I I felt like it just went all over me and I began to study on the new birth what it was see you know we talk about the new birth what is the new birth he's a new kind of a human being he ain't no old sinner saved by grace he's not even a forgiven sinner This guy you are ain't never been a sinner. Huh? He ain't never been one. The old man that was a sinner, God killed him. Brother Hagin used to say, well, the old man, God annihilated him. He's talking about annihilated him. He come out of West Texas, said he was annihilated. he'd say. (laughs) Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In Ephesians 2.15, he talks about God made one new man. New Living Translation said he's made one new kind of people. Like himself. Like himself. Who are you like? Like him. Huh? Who are you like? You like God. Do you know what Romans 9.29 said? Said if God hadn't left us a seed, we'd have been like Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you know what seed? The what's the law of seed? Everything reproduces after its own kind. You need to give God credit for being able to reproduce what he wanted. What do he want? He wants some God men in the earth. See, our job is to equip you where you can take this thing to the street, you can take it to the hospital. You can take it to the nursing home. You can hit this street and say, Blessed be God. Hallelujah. I came not only in the name of Jesus, but I came with victory for you. Hallelujah. You know you're an ambassador for Christ. You know what an ambassador is? That's God's spokesman. You're God's mouthpiece here in the earth. Huh? Hallelujah. 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 He said He made one new kind of man in, in the 29th verse there in the 8th chapter. said, For whom He did foreknow, He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among what? Many brothers. Huh? He goes on to say more whom He did predestinate. Them He called. Whom He called, He also justified. Whom He justified, He also glorified. You know you've been glorified? Do you know the glorified, resurrected Son of the living God who has been restored to the authority and power He had before the world was? That's who lives in you. You're not in union with the man from Galilee. You're not in union with the man that went to the cross. That was the old man. He was crucified, died, and buried. You're a new creation. A new creation that ain't never been touched by sin and cannot be. You know what Jude 24 says? Now unto him that's able to keep you from falling. And present you faultless, huh? Oh, brother, Southern, you you building people up. I ain't the one done it. This God. Well, don't look on us. We ain't nothing. Yeah, look on us. Peter and John walk up the gate, called beautiful, and said, "Look on us. I've got something." Anybody that's got something, don't mind you looking on them. The whole world's waiting on what? A revelation. Hallelujah. Of what? Sons of God. Without the miraculous, without the demonstration of God, I'm telling you right now, we have not revealed the full Christ. People ain't going to believe you just because you said, you know, uh, I, done, I, I got saved. People don't know saved, lost, any of that. Don't even, people that, that get people born again don't even know about the new birth. Whole denominations don't even know what it is. Amen. Whole world's waiting to see one of these things. Praise God. Romans 8:29. We were predestined. One translation said, to be conformed to the exact image, Romans 8:29, Barclay said, "A family of many brothers." Connie Barrett said, "We were predestined." to be like the pattern of His Son. Simple English said, become just like His Son. Now just think of that. Now I I can stand up here and preach, but I want to get this into you. I want you to leave here tonight knowing I am, I am the flesh and bone Christ in the earth. I'm bone of his bone and I'm flesh of his flesh. He wants to reveal his son through you, not to you. Hallelujah. 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 Cotton Patch said predestined us to be conformed into the exact image of his son. See the Holy Ghost, now listen close to him. The Holy Ghost Jesus said, when I'm raised from the dead, the Holy Ghost is going to take of mine and he's going to give it to you. He's going to put something on you. What's he going to put on? What I got. Why couldn't he do it till after, after the resurrection? Because there was no model to get it from. Now God took the model the Lord Jesus Christ the resurrected glorified Christ the one with all power all glory that's been restored to the glory he had as being the second person to the Trinity he took of his and he put it on you. Hallelujah. How many of you know it's a man in the Godhead now? Amen. What's God think of his man? That's my boy. That's my boy. Look at him. Ain't he cute? Huh? That's my boy. His old boy played football, Will, name hired LeBlanc. His daddy come from Italy, and he, you know, he'd never seen anything. I, I, you, I'd talk to him about it. I said, Mr. LeBlanc what are they doing out there? He said, they're backing up and just running over, running right into one another and just knock one another down. In a minute, they had to call ambulance and get some of them off. He never did know what they was doing in football. I said, well, what are they kicking? He said, they kick it and try to run down there and kill one another for the next and can get the ball away from them. He never knew what they was doing. His boy played left half back and, and he came to a game one night and uh, they pitched that ball out and hired to run. He went around left end, and I'm telling you, he set sail about eighty yards, and that old man jumped up and down and said, That's my boy, that's my boy, that's my boy. Well, that's what God wants to do. That's my boy. That's my boy, I made him. He's got my DNA in him. He can act like me. He can do do you know you got the faith of Almighty God? Do you know you can believe for anything God can? God ain't made him some kind of little old second class something other. We put this said, well, you know, he's God and we're little we're little gods. Why that's a bunch of junk. Do you know who don't know little God live in you? You got the big God in you. Huh? See, God's made him who he wants, he's got what he wants. You know, we sing songs, and uh, uh, we've sang them at my church. There's none like thee. Well, that sounds good, and that's a bunch of religion. Yeah, we're just like him. We need to change things like that. You know, you get to singing some of that, and it'll get in your head. That's the biggest form of meditation. best way to meditate something gets to singing it. That's why it's so important what comes out of the uh, uh, song leaders. Amen. It's like like what you preach, but you get to singing it over and over and over, and the first thing you know, problem come up, and you go to, that'll come up. Amen? So, praise God. Praise God. God had a model. This model, see, the Lord Jesus Christ, He took of Him, Holy Ghost took of Him, and put it on you. Do you know you got born again? By washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost brought the new birth. What did he? No longer I, but Christ that lives in me. What did you receive? I received the Lord Jesus Christ. To as many as received him, gave he the power to become what? Sons of God. What kind of son? Oh, he's kind of like, you know, the prodigal. No, he ain't. He's the best thing God's got. See, God thinks you're the best thing He's got. You know He's done made you so holy, sanctified and righteous that a holy God can live in you. A righteous God. He's been made unto me wisdom, righteousness, sanctification and redemption. Praise God. We've got whole movements trying to get sanctified now. Well, what do you, I've asked preachers, what do you try to do? So well, I try to keep my folks, you know, saved? Get them sanctified. Well, hallelujah. Maybe you can improve on what God did. Has God already made you sanctified? Do you know He wants you sanctified how? Just your spirit. Our spirit, soul, and body. He wants a total man. Ephesians 5.30 said, Now you are bone of His bone and flesh of His flesh. Do you know you're Jesus with skin on? Huh? Who did you receive? You received the resurrected, glorified Christ. Now a man sits in the highest seat in the universe. Blessed be God. And He's the vine and you are the branch. Whatever's in Him is in you. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. That Romans 8, 19. Cotton patch. Listen to this translation. In fact, the fondest dreams of the universe is to catch a glimpse of real, live sons of God. Have we ever showed the world Jesus Christ? Have we ever showed Him the resurrected Christ? Huh? Man, we don't mind talking about Smith Wigglesworth and John G. Lake. And A.A. A. Allen, William Branham, even Brother Hagen, or anybody else, how they done this. They done this on this anointing. Do you know not a one of them is any more anointed than you are? Oh, he's got the gift. I was teaching up Brahma. You know what the teachers got to say? They said, he's got the gift of faith. See, that made me mad. I, it, didn't, it didn't please me. Not one bit. He's got the gift of faith. We got blind folks here. We got them out of wheelchairs. We got, well, I got a woman, uh, uh, feet was, she's born club footed. I saw her downtown in Tulsa and, and, and I seen a big long limousine drive up close to where I was and I just stopped and looked. I thought maybe the mafia was going to get out there or something. Anyway, this woman got out and she was on a walker and I said, Lady... I seen her last place, she's in Illinois, and I said, what are you doing in Tulsa? She said, I heard of a fellow named Higgin. She was talking about Kenneth Higgin. And I said, I know him. She said, I heard he'd pray for folks and uh, people would be healed. I said, what's wrong with you? She's walking on her ankles. She had some kind of old house shoes looking thing. She's walking on her ankles. And I said, well, I'll be over there. It was at Winter Bible Seminar. I said, I'll be over there at 2 o'clock. And if you'll come at 2 o'clock, you will be healed. Now, I can minister the life of God. I can minister the anointing. Every one of you has got to come to that point. That blessed be God, it's not I, but it's Christ. I'm not trying to get some anointing, trying to get something worked up. Bless God, we got something. Amen. Hallelujah. See, that's why Michael and Debbie start this Bible school. How come? Where we can reproduce the Christ in you. That you will know who you are. That you can hit them streets and I don't care where you're at. Hallelujah. I was in Tulsa up there one day and I was in a a store and a lady... And her daughter come by me. And I said, how are you, lady? And uh, fine. She said, well, I really ain't fine. I've got something wrong with, with me. And I said, now, in the morning, if you'll come over to healing school, you'll be healed. Well, she said, what's wrong with me praying for it?" You're praying for me right now. I said, if I lay hands on you, you're going to fall over on the floor. you want to fall over on the floor. Man, there's people, big store. I think is a super Walmart. She said, no. I said, well, come over there in the morning. You'll be healed. Anyway, she came and got healed. Now, this club-footed woman, she came at 2 o'clock. She sat on the front row. Me and Jimmy Hockaday was preaching tag team. And uh, I told her, I said, stand up on your feet. And I took a handkerchief. And I threw that handkerchief let me tell you something. You know what them are for? It'll store up the anointing of Almighty God. Do you know that? Hallelujah! I threw that handkerchief and it knocked her up in them chairs. Just, you know a handkerchief couldn't knock a flea down. I mean, it knocked her all up in them chairs, and she come out of them chairs running, struck, totally healed. Praise God! Praise God! Praise God! We was preaching, and at the back, back there, a, a fella stood up in a chair. And he looked like the hunchback of Notre Dame. Do you know what he looked like? All twisted like that. One of his legs looked like he's like this, and he walked like that. He looked, you know, like a monster or something. He said, "I understand what you're saying. If that's right, I'm healed." I said, "Well, get on up here." And he started walking. He started walking up there like that. I'm talking about totally deformed. And time he got to the pulpit, he was totally standing straight. Now let me tell you something, folks. That ain't me. It's you. Do you know why Jesus Christ came to this earth? He came to reveal us in us. He came to reveal a Christ, the anointed ones. 2 Corinthians 21 said, He's established you in Christ and has anointed you as God. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, I'm a new creation. What kind of creation? Made out of the mold. Made out of the pattern. Amen. Made out of the model. God had a model right there. Holy Ghost took of His and put it on us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Listen to this again. In fact, the fondest dreams of the universe... What's what's the universe waiting on? Is to catch a glimpse of real live sons of God. Man, I'd like to see one of them. I'd like to see one of those things. I'd like to see one. Man, I'd like to see a son of God. What's he look like? He looks exactly like Jesus Christ. Well, how am I going to get there? Get your thinking straightened out. Start thinking and acting like God said. Bless God, start laying hands on the sick. Amen. Start acting. and See, this won't work unless you go to speaking and acting. You ever told anybody that Jesus Christ lived in you? That the Jehovah Rapha, the Lord my healer, dwells on the inside of me. Hallelujah. He said, out of your belly will flow rivers of this life-giving water. Amen. He said, this spake he of the Spirit, that those that believed on him should receive, because Jesus was not yet glorified. You know Jesus wasn't glorified here in the earth? Huh? He wasn't glorified. He said on the 17th chapter of John, he's praying to the Lord, restore me to the glory I had before the world's was. That's who you're in union with. You ain't in union with a man from Galilee. The old man went to the cross. He crucified him. He's died and he's buried. He's out of him. You're a new creation, a new species. You're a God man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In fact, the fondest dreams of the universe is just to catch a glimpse of real live sons of God. I'd like to see one of them. Huh? You get someone that will talk the word and understands who it was. It, I, I'll tell you what, it scares the fire out of religious folks. And I'll bring it closer to home. It scares the fire out of faith people. It scares the fire out of them. Oh, he can do that. He's got the gift of faith on him. He's got the gift, the gift, the gift. See, we've been taught that God healed two ways. He, Jesus healed He'd preach faith and they'd get healed or either the gifts of the Spirit. And that's wrong. That's wrong. Very seldom did those things just happen like that. Most of the time, Jesus initiated things on His own. He'd walk up to a funeral possession, and just stop the whole thing. He'd walk to uh, Lazarus' tomb. what did He say? Lord, I thank You. You always hear me. How many times have you ever initiated something on your own? Huh? I've laid hands on five dead people. Four of them was raised. One of them's brains was in my hand. Now you listen to me? Man, you must be something. Boy, you something. I don't have no more Jesus than you do. And if you get your thinking straightened out, you will think, blessed be God, that Christ that's raised from the dead, the one that sits in the high seat in the universe, as He is right now, so am I in this earth. Yes. Not when I get to heaven. You know, we sang songs about in the sweet by and by. No, right now, in the mean now and now. Right now. Right now. See, this thing ain't for living in heaven and it ain't for the past prophets or the past healing revivalists or anything else we're not interested I'm sick of Wigglesworth I'm sick of it. I've started to take books out of my book room on Wigglesworth it just done got on my nervous system well I want to be like Wigglesworth why do I want to be like Wigglesworth you know what Kenneth Hagin said Said, if you understand what I preach, you will go further than I went. But if you don't understand what I preach, all you'll do is try to copy me. We got a bunch of copycats out there, and they don't even know what they're doing. How long since you've seen a miracle out of some of them's ministry? Huh? How long since you heard uh, uh, different ones have the biggest ministries in the world? How long since you heard of a miracle? A blind man getting healed. How long since you heard that cerebral palsy was healed? My wife, I called her today, and she said uh, a fella called and said, uh, uh, "Y'all still having a, a healing service on Wednesday night?" Said we sure are. Said, "Well, I'm in a wheelchair and I'm blind." She said, "Well, be here Wednesday, you'll get your healing." Amen. Well, now you who do y'all think y'all are? I think I'm the Christ in the earth. I think the Christ. No longer I, but Christ. That's where each of us, we've got to come to that or we'll never show the world the real, true Christ. All we'll do is have a bunch of religion. See, you can learn all the Word of God and all it'll do is make you religious. Make you some little nice fella. See, I ain't interested in that. Like I tell my church, if you ain't dangerous, son, you ain't living right. You need to be dangerous. Them folks on the job ought to be scared of you. Amen? They ought to be afraid of you. Why? Because that man walks in God. That man speaks for God. Hallelujah. Friend of mine named Ricky Lawrence. uh, We was off fishing one day and we, we cut a trail. And we took accidents, chainsaw, and we cut a trail four or five miles back in the woods, and we went to a little lake. We called it Hale's Half Acre. And we did gather them fish. And when we got back to the truck, he left the lights on. Well, don't nobody know where we're at? And we run over 10 or 15 water moxins as we was going in there, and I ain't walking out of this thing. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I said, Ricky, it ain't no time for you to learn any quicker than you learn right now. He's a Baptist boy. Hallelujah. I pray with him every few months and get him saved again. <laughs> you know, they believe once saved, always saved. On paper. And they talk, but they don't believe it. Every time they don't have a goosebump, they think they done lost it. Or what they really say, So well, you know, I must not really got saved that time. Yeah, you got really saved. You just get no teaching. I told Ricky, I said, well, you just listen to him. And I prayed, and I said, Lord, send me somebody down here. He said, "How's anybody, don't nobody even know, we made the road. Ain't nobody wants on this road. Why would they do this? Why would they come down? I said, you just watch. In about 15 minutes, I heard something. I said, you hear that? Is a fella come down there in a brand new truck, had him for a while, and he got in them ruts and he couldn't get out. We had ruts cut that deep. He was drinking them Miller sodas, but I was so glad to see him. (laughs) Amen. About two years later, my friend called one day. He said, My brother Joe said he's a. They opened him up. And he's got gangrene all in his liver, all in his lungs, all in his kidneys, all his innards. Said they didn't even sew him up; they just clamped him up, and said he can't last over two days. He said, "You remember when we prayed down there in the woods, and God sent that man down there, and had and he even had jumper cables." I said, "Yeah." He said, "I believe if you pray God will heal my brother." Now this is Baptist. Are you listening to him? This is Baptist. I ain't talking about some wild-eyed Pentecost. I'm talking about if you say amen in this church, the whole church will turn around and look at you. Most time they'll call the bouncer, they call them deacons in their church. They'll call them on you. Amen. He said, I believe you play. I said, All right, you I'm gonna pray. Now you go up there and lay your hands on him. All the family done come in. He walked up there and laid hands on his brother in intensive care. Blessed be God, and said he's gonna live and not die, and he's gonna live his life out. Blessed be God. Three days time, he is going home. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! How come? Now, if it work for a Baptist, who will it work for? Huh? If you work for a fellow that he goes to a place called Ebenezer Baptist Church. Now, if you go there, you you know you. you Kind of like I told that preacher, I said, you know, y'all going to get to go first in the rapture. He said, how come? I said, the Bible said the dead in Christ will rise first. <laughs> he looked at me and didn't even know what I was saying. <laughs> he didn't even know he was dead. He didn't even know they's dead. Amen. One fellow said, uh, uh, we had, had, they used to invite me to what they call it, ministerial alliance. In El Dorado, they don't invite me no more. Hey, don't invite me no more. That preacher said, uh, 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 we was eating at his church, had some kind of little old salad and a piece of cracker or something. Wasn't enough to fill up a a hoot owl." Anyway, he said, uh, he said, uh, after the meeting, I would like to show y'all my mausoleum. He had a mausoleum in his church where he buried the members' Dogs. Have you ever heard of such a thing as that? Now, that's, I think that's a height of religion. I mean, he full-blood restored religion. You can get papers on him. He said, I want y'all to see uh, uh, my mausoleum. And I said, I thought I was in your mausoleum. And one of them preachers looked at me and sitting next to me, and he said, what do you mean by that? See, people don't know. Religion is the deadest thing going. We ought to be wild eyed. We ought to be carrying this Christ around with us. Showing people and revealing the resurrected glorified Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise be unto God. Praise be unto God. In fact, the fondest dreams of the universe is to catch a glimpse of real life sons of God. They waiting on you. See, my job is to teach you. Michael Job, their jobs teach you for what, where you can do the work of the ministry. This ain't no one man deal. We've made it one. We preachers, we get up there and perform every Sunday, and we do all the calisthenics and all this, get everybody happy, work someone up, come back Sunday night and work them up again, and they can just struggle to get back on Wednesday night. We got altars in a church. You know why we got that? We get them down there and squall them out till they feel good. Amen. What'd you do at the altar? I said, "Oh, I feel so good." Well, anybody will after it done squall for thirty minutes. Oh, I feel so clean. How many of you rather have a million rather than feel like a million? See, you got something. You've got, you got the Christ. You've got... Listen, you, God reproduced, reproduced Himself in you. He left us a seed. I'm telling you right now, when you plant corn, you don't get purple hull peas. An oak tree don't produce pine trees. Well, what did what God do? He left us a seed. He planted us a seed. He reproduced Himself in us. You're a reproduction of Almighty God. You were predestined to be conformed to the exact image. Hallelujah. I was teaching up Raymond one time to prayer and healing school, and they uh, rolled a woman in the wheelchair, and she's blind. And she went to Holland. Where's that buzzy fella? Where's that buzzy fella? And she just wouldn't shut up. And I'm telling you, she just kept hollering. And so I went over there and I said, Lady, shut your mouth. Now you sit there and listen to me, and then we'll get you healed. Are you that buzzy fella? Yeah, I'm that buzzy fella. I ain't praying for you, not one bit. Unless you shut up and listen. I said, it's folks in here besides you need to be healed. Say, well, it wasn't you hard, on hard as I could be. I couldn't, you know, if I, if I could have cussed her, I, I might have would, you know. They might have. Where's that buzzing fella? I'm telling you, she just went on. She wasn't going to shut up, just kept hollering. When I finally got her shut down, anyway, I preached, and I said, now, lady, I ain't even going to lay hands on you. I'm going to let my driver lay hands on you. How come you done that? What's the difference? She come to be healed. It didn't make no difference. It ain't I. It's Christ in him. Christ in you. He laid hands on her and her eyes popped open. And now he thought he had something. <laughs> he graduated from Raymond. He thought, well, look at him. I can do anything Buzz he can do. Well, that's what I've been teaching him 10 years. <laughs> Amen. Made straight A's in rhema and Raymond didn't even understand faith. Had no idea. You know Kenneth Hagin uh, has got a faith book, a big study guide. In there he said seven steps to the highest type of faith. I'm just preaching the fifth step, folks. This ain't something I done thought up on my own. Hallelujah. Brother Hagin told us one time, that's right where my heart is. I'm fixing to start teaching it. I'm telling you, I'm fixing. This was in the late 70s, 70, 79. I said, He'll never preach it. He's called to preach faith and healing. You can get him started out on the Holy Ghost, and he get right over on Mark 11, 23 and 24. Most folks think he wrote that. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God, praise God. So, in fact, the fondest dream, I'm going over this, and I want you to. What are they looking for? A glimpse of real live sons of God. I'm looking for them living sons of God. Them that's alive. I'm looking for one like Christ. See, we've said, we've said, none is like him. You ever heard them song? Yeah. There is none like you. And that's real, that sounds good. It's a bunch of religion, a bunch of junk. Yeah. We ought to be singing, we're exactly like you. We don't need to belittle the work of the new birth. We don't need to take and put religion on what God has already made you. You there. If God, you know, kind of like I heard a, a, a preacher not long ago. He said, God's coming back for a glorious church and we got a long ways to go. And I thought, yeah, you might. Do you know you the glorious church? You ain't, God's done major. You don't think that some preacher or something you can do can improve on what God's done, do you? Huh? Hallelujah. Galatians, the first chapter. Second Corinthians and Galatians. Praise God. Galatians 1.15. Galatians 1.15. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, called me by His grace. Why? To reveal His Son in me. Not to me, but through me. Living Bible said to reveal his son within me. William said, said, he chose to unveil his son in me. See, Paul wrote such things as, it's no longer I, but it is the anointed one. See. You ever heard preachers say, one day I'll be able to say like the Apostle Paul, no longer I, but Christ lives in me. Well, I can say it now. Every one of us ought to be saying it now. We ought to be talking it. We ought to tell folks that. Blessed be God. You know what, Jesus, first time he ever preached, he stood up and said, the Spirit of the Lord's on me for I've been anointed. You know, it, it isn't one of you in here that hadn't been anointed. 2 Corinthians 1 He that established you in Christ and has anointed you is God. Well, what's the anointing, brother? And son? It is the ability of Almighty God on a human being. I can do all things, I can do anything through Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't hardly wait till Wednesday night. I'm going to get to lay hands on a blind man. I'm going to get to lay hands on him. I'm going to get to see Jesus healing. I'm going to get to see him come out of the wheelchair. I'm going to be right there. Ha, ha, ha on all of you. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. This gospel we're talking about ain't for churches. It's for the street. Yes. My job's to equip you. How come you think Michael had me come in? He'd been trying to get me to come in for a long time. You know what I told? I said, I'll come preach to your Bible school. I'll do that. I didn't preach at all last year. Not one place out. Maybe just here and there. You know, nope. I didn't, I didn't preach out much. How come? Because I'm telling you right now, everybody is not interested and doing the works of Jesus. Everybody's not interested in revealing Christ to the world. The whole world's waiting on a glimpse of him. You know, over at Falk, Arkansas, every now and then they'll, they'll say, Well, we seen old Bigfoot. We got a, we got a glimpse of him. Well, the whole world's looking for Bigfoot. whole world looking on a glimpse of it. I'd like to see one of them. I've heard about them, I read about them in the Bible. You can read through the Bible and you think, my God, I'm reading after Superman. But you talk about Christians today and you think, well, we ain't nothing. What are you? Oh, we ain't nothing. Don't look on us. See? Yeah, look on us. What? That's my boy. I made him. He's complete. He's exactly what I want. All he's got to do is get his thinking uh, right you know when your thinking's right? When nothing but the word of God makes sense to you. It don't make sense I'm gonna die with cancer. Huh? My folks said, Well, you know, Buzzy, you are, you know you're a little heavy. hmm I don't need I got a mirror. I don't need your mouth. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Said, well, you know your daddy had diabetes. Yeah. And his daddy had diabetes. And his daddy said, you know that stuff, heredity, you can inherit that. I said, yeah, but I done changed daddies. Yeah. I got my father's DNA in me. They called me up to the hospital one time and they said, uh, uh, I've got a negative type of blood. I think it's Oh, negative it might be, I don't know. Anyway, it was seven of us around there had this type of blood and this woman done used all, of them, all the rest of them up and they called me. Now, I knew this woman and I did not like this woman. Are you listening to me? I didn't even like her grandchildren. I didn't like, no, I didn't like none of them. My boy, my oldest boy married into that family. Hallelujah. And white trash folks call them folks white trash. You've seen them folks around them trailer houses? They call them tra- trailer trash. Well, them trailer trash folks call them folks trash now. Now, that's how sorry they were. And they I, 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 I asked me, will you give her blood? Said she's using nine pints of blood up a week. And uh, I said, how much you need? Said, can you give us Two pints. They usually just take one. But I said, yeah, but I'm going to talk to her first. And I said, they said, fine. I went up there and talked to her. I said, Evelyn, I said, now they fixed to give you some of my blood. And they going to hook me up right there and just go ahead and give it to her now. She's in bad shape. I said, now, wh- I didn't know anything. I'm telling you, I wasn't but a few months old in the Lord. I hadn't learned nothing about walking in love. Do you know that? I didn't know nothing about that. I, I I'd rather took a pillar and smothered the old gal. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But you know, he said, the love of Christ constraineth us. And something, so, you know, something, you know. I said, now, Evelyn, let me tell you something. They're going to give you my blood. And when they give you my blood, she had leukemia. I said, when they give you my blood, you're going to be healed just like that. See, when I got saved, I found out something happened on the inside of me. I'm a different kind of man. I'm not the same kind. I'm telling you, I had to shake so bad like that, I could thread a sewing machine and hit a running. Are you listening to me? But when I got saved, I looked at my hands and I wasn't even shaking. My wife come in, she said, I said, would you look at that? She said, "My God, what are you on now?" <laughs> I said, "I done got saved." Turned the Bible open to John 1:12. Saved him. Turned white. Hadn't cried in 20 years. Water started running out of my face, and I couldn't get it stopped. Hallelujah, man! I knew something done happened to me. I wasn't converted like Uncle Ben's rice, I'm telling you. I said, I'm going to church tonight. It's on a Wednesday, 9.30 on a Wednesday morning, 1976, July the 10th. I remember. She said, if you do, she went to church all the time. She said, if you do, you'll have to go by yourself. Now that's pretty bad when your wife don't want to even be seen at church with you. I walked into church. Preacher preached about five, ten minutes, and he finally just stopped and said, What are you doing here? This is Presbyterian. See, this is God's chosen, frozen, stiff necked folks. I said, Sam, I got saved today. And he looked like a wild eyed Pentecost. He went to jumping up and down, got me, and went to jumping up and down, shaking me. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I told this woman, Evelyn, I said, when they give you this blood, you'll be instantly healed. I said, I got the blood of God. Well, I didn't. But I didn't know any better. I didn't know it. But I knew this. Whatever happened to me on the inside has done affected my blood. They tested my blood said, you got the highest hemoglobin, highest this, highest this. I said, man, you got... They said, you ever had high blood? Man, I went to the doctor one time before I got saved, and, and, and my blood pressure was high as a peck woods hole, man. <laughs> Amen. He says 280-something, over something. I didn't know what it is. I didn't care, no way. I knew I wasn't going to make governor anyway, so it didn't <laughs> bother me. You know? Hallelujah. I said, now, Evelyn, when they give you this blood, you'll be healed of that leukemia. I said, this was on a Friday. I said, I'm looking for you in church Sunday morning. I just took over from song leader. Had a little church. What do we call it? Grace Chapel. We always been big on grace. And the uh, name of it was Grace Chapel, a little Methodist church. Praise God. And I started start up there on the pulpit. And I looked back there and Evelyn and her three daughters and her husband walked in the back door. She got healed before she ever even got saved. Amen. She got healed. Amen. How come of that? Because someone's bold enough to say something. You ain't going no further than what you say. If you won't talk it, you ain't going to get there. Amen. Praise God. Y'all get anything out of this tonight? Praise God. Paul said, when it pleased God to separate me from the mother's womb, call me by His grace to reveal His Son in me that I may preach Him among the heathen. Praise God. Living Bible said, to reveal His Son within me. William said, chose to unveil His Son in me. New Life said, His Son was to be seen in me. Now listen to Ben Johnson. Listen to this. He revealed Christ in me so that I might proclaim the good news. If you ain't revealing the the Christ, you ain't preaching the good news. If you don't know Christ is in you, all you're doing is preaching a religious gospel. Well, come over to our church today. Guess what? We're going to have spud nuts over there and we're going to have a big hot chocolate. Come on over. Try every kind of gimmick. Well, come on over tonight. You know what we're going to do? We're going to wrestle alligators in the baptistry, boy. Come. We're going to have a big time. See, we got all kinds of gimmicks. What about the gospel? Unless we reveal the miraculous side of Jesus Christ, we ain't nothing fitting in right with the rest of them religious folks. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You remember when Philip, now Philip just, he was just a deacon. He's a member of the church. You know what he did? He went out in Samaria. It said, and Philip went out in the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. What did he preach? Christ. He preached the anointing. I figured he went out and preached that I am anointed. How come? Next verse said, seeing and hearing the miracles which he done. Seeing and hearing the miracles which he done. You know, every one of us ought to have a current testimony of somebody getting healed, someone getting saved, someone getting filled with the Holy Ghost, someone being set free. Amen. We ought to, everyone, have a current testimony. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Galatians 2.20 said, I was crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Now it's not I that lives, but it's Christ that liveth in me. Now list this translation, the still Bible. I consider myself as having died and now enjoying a second existence, which is simply Jesus using my body. Now there's Christianity in a nutshell. Amen. Knowledge translation. said it's not my old self. You know you ain't got an old self? God crucified, died, and He buried him. He's gone. You're a new creation. You ever heard folks say, well, that's just my old nature popping up. You ain't got one. Well, my old man's going to rise up. He can't. God annihilated him. He does not exist. Now listen to what Nolly said, his translation. It's not my old self, but Christ Himself lives in me. Not my old self, but Christ Himself. Who's living in you? The anointed, resurrected, glorified Christ. Who's living in you? Amen. What's He doing? He just tagging along so you can make heaven? He just caught a ride? Huh? Praise God. No longer I, but the anointed one. The one with the anointing of God. One with the ability of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where is He at? He's living on the inside of us. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Do you know when God came and lived in you, you know He brought everything He had? You know He brought all the gifts of the Spirit? If you're full of the Holy Ghost, well, I got this gift. No, you got all of them. You got every gift. Hallelujah. Michael, stand up just a minute. The Spirit of God told me the other day when me and my wife praying for you and He said, I have placed within Him a clean heart and He's been honest and upright before me so I'll lead Him into places where people have never been and He'll be able to take those that know nothing and bring them over into the truth and He'll be one to stand before me and give account for each one he's brought before me. Now step up here. Praise God. Your heart is fixed, O Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Debbie, come up here. Hallelujah. 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 Pick that up. Hallelujah. I may want that. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 And as you stand faithfully beside your husband, yea, you two that are one shall be able to answer to me with a proud voice. And you'll be able to say, yea, yea, Lord, I've done this for you. Yea, I stood before you and done what you called me to do. And he'll call the books and they'll open and he'll say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, praise God, hallelujah. Yes, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's look at another scripture before we close. I don't, I, I, Colossians, the second chapter. Colossians 2.6. Hallelujah. Praise God. I was preaching out in Arizona. Donnie and Reba Rambo. Any of y'all know Reba Rambo and Dottie and all them? Anyway, they was having a revival out there in the town. And six or seven churches came together and uh, ha- having a revival together. Methodist, Pre- Presbyterian, Catholic, I mean, even Pentecost folks involved. I mean, they had a big revival, big tent. And Donnie had a heart stroke and the back of his heart blew out. And uh, Reba called and said, would you come out, out and hit me, finish this up? And anyway, Donnie went to the hospital. They flew him to Phoenix. And the third night I was out there, Donnie came out of the hospital and he sat on the pulpit. And uh and I was preaching and I said, Donnie, stand up. Now Donnie's just got one leg. Now you can't tell it. He's one legged man, and he uh had a you know peg leg. Anyway, I said I stand up and I just pointed at him and said, God's healing your heart right now. And he fell out on the power of God, and I preached 45 minutes, he's still out, and when he woke up, him Peg we was on a platform, that's how he jumped off that thing and run around and around and around. He's never had no more problem with his heart. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Now Colossians 2 and six, "As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. Live in Him. Do you know you're connected with him? You know the same God that was in Christ is in you. Seventh verse, rooted and grounded, rooted and built up in Him, established in the faith, as you have therefore been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Ninth verse, Colossians 2, 9. For in Him, everybody will go along with this. For in Him dwelt all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. But his next verse said, and you are complete in Him. What are you complete in? The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Whatever He's complete with, that's what you're complete with. How many of you know that this day, you are a finished product? It's finished. You are what God wants. See, Ephesians 2.10 said, you were created in Christ. See, He's finished you. He's got what He wants. Do you know God's got His man in the earth? He's got what He wants. He is a new kind of man. He's a new species. He's a God-man. Amen. Praise be unto God. Praise God. In Ephesians 2.10, one translation said, in fact, we're God's product. See, if you'll get this in your head, there ain't no way you can improve on what God's done. See, religion said, Oh, we've got to try to do better. How are you going to do better than God? Who you think you are? You think you're going to improve on what God's already done? You were created in Christ. No longer I, but Christ that lives in me. Now you are the body of Christ. Now you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You're so holy, a holy God lives in you. You can't get no holier than what God's made you. Amen. Now you are complete. Best translation said, now you are complete with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Whatever's in Him's in you. He's the vine, you are the branch rooted and grounded in Him. We need to draw our life out of Him. Hallelujah. That's where our life is. You need to figure that out. Praise God. It ain't I. It ain't I. Bless God. I lay hands on folks and God heals them. Yeah. Jesus said, It's the Father in me. He's doing the works. Right. Amen. Now, some of you need healing. Come on down here and get it. Amen. Don't hold back on it. Come get it. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. What do you need, little sister? Well, that's gone right now. We won't have that. What do you need, little sister? There's a lump or something here in my abdomen. All right. When you going to receive your healing? I received it. I'm just waiting for the manifestation. You know what your manifestation is? The Word of God. You don't need it A physical manifestation. You just need the word of God. The word of God's our manifestation. What did he say? By his stripes you are healed. Now put your hand on it. Now I'll curse it. It'll go. It'll go. I promise you that. I promise you before Almighty God. I'll put my hand on the Bible and swear to it. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus' name. Hallelujah. What you need, little sister? be healed right now. Yes, ma'am. Sugar, diabetes. diabetes. I ain't never failed to get that healed. I ain't never. I was in a church in Huntsville, Alabama, and 25 of them women in this church had high blood pressure, and every one of them got healed. I was in Iola, Kansas. You know what's in Iola, Kansas? You have heard of Russell Stover candy? You know them little heart candies that your husband that loves you, brings you on Valentine? That's where they built. I told them they'd been eating too many of them candies up there when they had the sugar. Hallelujah. Seven of them got healed. I prayed for seven and they came back the next night, tested totally clear. Hallelujah. You can go test after this. I command your pancreas to function normally right now. Jesus! Hallelujah. Jesus! Hallelujah. Yes, ma'am. Well, what are we going to do about it? Huh? What does he say? Where does he say that at? In the Word. Where? Where Where's that at? Huh? (laughs) Hallelujah. Sit down in that chair. Hallelujah. Sit down and scoot scoot all the way to the back. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stick your feet up here. Now you see one one of your legs. Watch your leg right there. Jesus' name come out. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> you see that? All right, stand up and touch your toes. Oh. Touch your toes. Now give me your hands. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Be healed right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now touch your toes. Praise God. Now tell me how your back is. Hallelujah. Huh? huh <laughs> All right, praise God, and you ain't gonna feel none. No. The same healer that lives in me lives in you. The same Christ, the anointed one. We're to reveal this. You got a testimony now to tell folks. You got an open opportunity to tell somebody about it. What you need, little sister. All right, let's get it healed. Lift your hands. Say thank you, Lord, for healing me. I'm already healed. Jesus' name. Yes, ma'am. You have what?: Five, six, Where? At? Where? One there. Okay? One there. All right. From this moment it'll go down. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus name. Jesus name. Jesus name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I curse that and command them to go down in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Now what you need? Huh? Leak I know, but what you want? Oh, I got knee pain. You do. You do. Well, hallelujah. 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 Lift your hands. Say, thank you, Lord. I'm already healed. In Jesus' name. Yes, ma'am. All right. That's under the curse. You know, Jesus. Redeemed us from the curse. Hallelujah. You know what Alzheimer's is? It is a curse. And we don't have to have it. Now lift your hands to the Lord, both of them. Lift them higher. Lift them higher. Now Father, oh yes. Restore, restore, restore everything. Every cell to be restored in her brain. Jesus mighty name. Hallelujah. Yes, praise God. Praise God. Yes, ma'am. Are you? What's wrong with it? It has. Alright. Bring me a chair or something. Turn it just way where everybody can see. No, where they can see. Sit down there. Let's see what your pulpitiful story is give me a leg now watch this leg grow out watch it look right at it In Jesus name watch it is it out yet hallelujah now stand up and touch your toes oh touch your toe. hallelujah 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 turn around here praise God is it better pain gone alright just receive that Jesus name Jesus name Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. What you need tonight? What's wrong with it? All right. Where my chair? Hallelujah. Sit down in that chair. If you got something wrong with them discs they've been fooled with, we'll just see what they do. Give me your legs. That ain't bad. Hallelujah. Now watch your leg. Watch it. Jesus' name. you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Stand up and touch your toe. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Where's the pain at? All right. Go in God. Hallelujah. 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 Well, come on. Praise God. Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, bring somebody. Bring somebody that needs healing. Praise God. Now, what are we going to do with what, I, what we're teaching? What are we going to do with it? Oh, Brother Sullivan, that's a lovely message. Let me tell you something. I still got a pretty good left hook on me. <laughs>